Welcome to the Queen City Church Podcast. We're so excited that you decided to join us, and we wanted to personally welcome you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our goal is that this message will encourage you and give you practical steps for a relationship with God that keep getting better and better. Enjoy the message. If you have your Bibles, turn to two different passages of Scripture. First to Psalm 112. Psalm 112 is where we'll be first. And then Acts 3. So two passages, Psalm 112 and then Acts chapter 3. If you don't have a Bible, we'd love to give you one at our info area. Uh, just go by there and just ask for a Bible. We'll, we'll hook you up. And today is a very special day at church. It's what we call Legacy Sunday. And at the very end of our service today, we're going to receive our annual once a year legacy offering. And what makes this so special, it's the, very, it's the only time out of the year where we receive a special offering. And what makes it special is that we're going to give 100% of it away. And I'll tell you a lot more about that in this message. But maybe you're here for the very first time and you're like, oh, no, man, I came on Giving Sunday, like when they're going to be asking for money. Um, Listen, I need you to understand a couple things. If that is you, you need to understand that, one, everything today is much more about making a difference than it is about money. You need to understand that. That today is about making a difference. It's about leaving a legacy way more than it is about money. But then second, you need to understand our approach to giving, which I believe is a very life-giving approach. It's a way where, where we try to have no pressure whatsoever, where we just encourage you. In fact, we never want to ask you for money. But we unapologetically ask you to ask God if and what you should give, and then just be completely obedient to whatever he is speaking to you. And we actually get kind of our giving philosophy from this verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, where it says, each of you, all of us, should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. That's why today, We're not gonna have a bunch of emotionalism. We're not gonna pressure you or guilt you. In fact, this is why we've told you six weeks in advance that this is coming so that you can pray and prepare for this legacy offering. So let me start just by giving you a definition of legacy. So legacy is where my life outlives me. So that's the simplest kind of definition of legacy. What today is all about is that we want to live in a way where our lives outlive us. And so the best way that I can help illustrate this is actually something that I did last Legacy Sunday, but I thought about it and prayed about it all week. And I'm like, I really don't know if there's a better way for me to articulate this. So you're just gonna have to deal with it. If you were here last year, I'll tell it to you again. Um, And so just imagine that this rope, that it represents all of time. So represent that this represents just time. And this little red part on the very end represents your time on this planet. And that's it. So imagine with me that this rope goes off backstage. It goes out the doors back there, that side doors. It goes down Dana. It jumps on the interstate. And it just travels around the world over and over again. It's this unending rope that represents time. And this right here represents your life within time. And what we want you to understand is that when we're talking about this kind of idea of legacy, that there's a way that we could live here that affects here. So I want you to write down this number, 28,835. 
See, that was what the first service gave for Lake. I'm just joking, I'm just joking. <laughs> so step up, 1130, just joking. <laughs> joking, joking. Okay, 28,835. That represents the average numbers of, of days that the average American will live. That's 79 years. Okay, so 79 is the average lifespan of an American today is, is 28,835 days. That's what this is. This part of the rope is 28,835 days. Well, part of this, if you actually study and do some research, you'll find that the average person will spend 26 of these years sleeping. About a third. 26 years of, some of y'all are like, I sleep way more than that. <laughs> but the average person not just, not just will sleep 26 years, will spend seven years trying to go to sleep. <laughs> and when it comes to, to this amount of time that we have, these 28,835 days, 14 years will be spent working. So we sleep way more than we work. But we actually spend eight years watching TV. This is the average, this is just average. So some are more, some are less. The average, because it's 2019 and all the different devices and things that we have and since social media now, most people believe that we will spend three years of our lives on social media. Three of these years will be on social media. Now the average person will spend four and a half years of their life eating. Come on, can I get a good amen to that? I'm like, time worth spent, okay? Four and a half years. But then we'll spend, on average, three years of our life on a toilet. It's amazing. Three years. No, no hitting spouses or anything like that. Like, that's you, that's you. And then the last one, the last one is that on average, we'll spend about six months of our life either in traffic or stopped at red lights. So it's amazing that you think of these 28,835 days. And when you hear that number, it sounds so big. It sounds like that's going to be just forever. It sounds like that's such a big number. That's such a long time. But James chapter 4, verse 14, puts this little red line on this rope in perspective. These 28,835 days where it says, what is your life? What is your life? You are just a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. And it says, the Bible, when talking about our lives, other parts of the Bible, it'll say that our life is just the width of our hand. There's another verse that talks about that life is just a passing shadow. It's here, then it's gone. But this specific verse, it says that what is your life? You want to know what your life looks like? You are a mist. That's it. That is your life. That is the life of somebody that you love. That our lives, those 28,835 days is a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. 
And see, this, this verse, it illuminates this principle that I think a lot of times that we forget. And it's that life is so incredibly short. That life is short. That the reality is that those 28,835 days, that life is short. But here's the good news today on Legacy Sunday is that you and I, that we can live our lives in a way where our lives can outlive us. In other words, that we can live our lives in a way that leaves a legacy. And here's my favorite legacy verse in Psalm 112. And it says this in Psalm 112, it's in verse five, it says, good will come to those who are generous and lend freely and those who conduct their affairs with justice. Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. In this verse, it tells us two very simple ways how we can leave a legacy, two ways that our life can outlive us. And the first is this, that we can give in a way that outlives me. And we can give in a way that outlives me. You see where it says those who are generous, yeah, those that do that, those that are generous, yeah, they will be remembered forever. Your generosity, it can leave a legacy. And I think that's why the Bible says in Acts chapter 20, verse 35, that it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And in my humble opinion, there is no greater place to give than the local church. Because I believe with all my heart that the local church is the hope of the world. And that the local church is the hope of Cincinnati, Ohio. And that the local church is the hope of your family and the hope of your workplace. And the hope, that's why I think it's so important that that is, is, is something that's a part of what our life is. And that today in our legacy offering, you have a tangible opportunity to give in a way that I promise you will outlive you, that will ripple through time. And you need to know, especially if you call this church home, that we have a big vision for generosity at our church, that we have from day one, that we've had a vision for how as a church we're going to be generous. In fact, in the first 64 weeks as a church, this is week 65, in the first 64 weeks as a church, we have given away over $132,000 to missions. And that's a big deal to us. And we just don't wanna you know, like give money without thinking or just like whenever just be reactionary. No, we, God's given us vision for this. In fact, I wanna share that with you. In fact, that's the biggest burden I have today in this message is to share with our church our vision for generosity. That you know that this is, this is how your church is being generous all over the world. And so we have five what we call legacy lanes. In other words, there's five strategic lanes of generosity that we're making sure that we have vision for. And so the first is this, you can write this down, local missions. Local missions. And this is where we strategically partner with Cincinnati ministries and organizations and individuals that are doing amazing things in our city, like organizations like City Gospel Mission and CityLink and Cincinnati Youth Collaborate and so much more. And part of this legacy offering will be surprising those organizations with a tangible thank you. It's so much fun that we'll get to roll in there and on behalf of our church and say, hey, we're a church 
that, that meets at Withrow High School called Queen City Church. And we just want you to know how much we are so thankful and we see what you do in our city that you make it better, you make it brighter, that you're loving on people. And so we get to come in and slap a fat check on their desk and say, we just wanna say thank you. Like really say thank you. And that's what part of legacy is gonna go towards. Another part of legacy will actually go towards giving a tangible thank you to local churches and pastors that are here, uh, that are serving our city, that are faithfully leading churches all around our city. And that's a big deal to us. You need to understand that that's something that, that we're passionate about as a church, that I've worked really hard to develop relationships with about 25 different pastors. And I'm trying to meet every single one that I can in the city because I want them to know how much we love them, how much we are behind them, how much we are for them, how much we're praying for God to bless them and for their churches to thrive and to be able to do that. Come on. That's good. And some of you are like, Why? Like, like, why? Why would you do that? Because I can tell you that one of our values as a church is that honor is our posture. So we're going to take the posture of honor. That we want to be a church that is, that is known for being about God's kingdom more than our kingdom. I want to be a church that is known about the capital C church, that we're for the capital C church more than just our little church. And that that's a big deal because we realize that we're all on the same team. I wrote this down, that the name on the back of our jerseys may be different, but the name on the front of our jerseys is the same. And so what we're going to be doing in this legacy is that we're going to, we have this list of, of friends and pastors that we're going to go and we're going to just tangibly say, we're behind you. Because we've been telling them all year, now we get to show them. And what's great is that we'll be able to say, and this isn't for your church. This is for you and your family to have an amazing Christmas holiday. You know that big Lego set that your kid was asking for that you can't afford, go get it. And you be the hero. Because we wanna just make sure that, that you know that a passion of ours is our city. That's why we say our city is our responsibility. And so one of the biggest legacy lanes that we have, that we have vision for, is local missions. Here's the second, and that's national missions. It's national missions. And that legacy lane, that is, that is, that is like where we specifically target with our national missions is church planning. And we partner specifically with ARC, which is Association of Related Churches. We actually planted through this church planting organization. It's world-class. Planted almost 850 churches around the United States with a 93% success rate after five years. We are ARC plant 782. And so like, and we, we love ARC and we partner with ARC, not just on legacy, but literally all year long. And in 2019 alone, we partnered with ARC to plant 65 churches in the United States with 18,587 in launch day attendance and with 799 decisions to follow Jesus on those launch days. Come on, that's good. That's heaven getting way bigger. And just to, just to put this a little bit, because I understand those numbers are so big, but this year, just to bring it home just a little bit even closer, is that this year we were able to help Josh and Becca Anderson. And Josh actually came and preached here in July during our Summer Voices series. 
And they, and we, because, because of generosity through ARC, we were able to help launch Seasons Church in Denver, Colorado on October 13th, where they had 256 in attendance. In the first nine weeks of their church, they've seen 32 people make the decision to follow Jesus. And here's what I, here's what I need you to get, church. You're a part of that. You are a part of that happening because of your generosity. It's leaving a legacy in places like Denver, Colorado, that because of that, you are a part of that. And part of the legacy offering this year will help launch 32 brand new life-giving churches through ARC in the winter of 2020. That in the next few months, there's going to be 32 more churches being planted after these pastors were trained, including some of my friends like Lauren and Lauren Foster. They're both named Lauren um, that are planting Keystone Church in Pittsburgh, uh, that, that they're launching that church in January. And then my friends Juan and Mary Sol Rodriguez, who are launching a Rise Church, the very first art church plant in Puerto Rico, that John and Stephanie Morris people that I've known and been dear friends for 10 years, that they're planting a church in Wichita, Kansas. And you may be sitting there saying like, why do you believe so much in that? Why do you believe so much in planting churches and in church planting? Because when I look around, I see churches everywhere. Like, don't we have enough churches? Well, it's crazy. When you dig in and do some research, you'll find that People are projecting 4,000 brand new churches are going to be started in America this year, around 4,000. But the same research also tells us that at least 7,000 will be shutting their doors. And so, like, we can't even keep up with that. We can't train enough. We can't plan enough for that. But also, when you dig in and do the research, that you'll find that church planning is actually the best way to reach people that are far from God. And people that are lost and far from God will come to a brand new church that maybe would never go to maybe a more established church. And let me tell you one of the biggest reasons for me that I love to invest into church planting, specifically art church planting, because they trained every single one of their pastors to give at minimum 10% back into missions. And so in my humble yet accurate opinion, the greatest ROI... The greatest return on the investment in the kingdom of God is investing into churches with a mission strategy and a mission's vision. Because it just multiplies exponentially that whenever you can give to somewhere that has a vision for it, then it just spreads all over the place. And then when that spreads to somewhere, then it spreads somewhere else. I think it's the greatest ROI in the kingdom of God. I'll step off that soapbox. But that's why we give so much to church planning and why we believe in it. So we have that legacy lane, that national missions. And then the third is global missions. That's our next kind of legacy lane, global missions. It's where we strategically partner with ministries that are all over the globe, like Convoy of Hope and One Hope and Jerusalem Institute of Justice and so much more. And earlier this year, you need to know that we partnered financially with a ministry called Convoy of Hope. One of the things that they do is they provide immediate disaster relief whenever disaster hits a community. And when Hurricane Dorian hit the Bahamas, they were some of the first people that were there whenever everything kind of settled down. And they gave food and water and tarps, supplies, 
and generators. And as of today, they have helped over 30,000 people that when the news rolled out and the news story stopped and we stopped thinking about it, they're still there helping over 30,000 people. And you need to get this. You're a part of that. I, just, I, I want you to get that today that you are a part of that, that you may never step foot in the Bahamas, but I promise you your generosity already has. And so you're a part of that. And so today, part of this legacy offering, and I've shared this kind of leading up to this, we'll be partnering with an organization called One Hope. And One Hope, their whole vision is to get God's word to every single child on planet earth. And their primary strategy for how they do that is the Bible app for kids. And they've been looking for churches to say, hey, can you help us get this Bible app translated in every single language so that every single kid has access to the word of God? And so we've already committed. And so part of this legacy offering will go towards translating this Bible app in the Slovak language. And here's what's so cool to me when I did some digging and research is that there's over 800,000 kids that are in Slovakia and that they'll be able to have access to God's word in their language. And I think that's so cool. So that's our, uh, that's our third legacy. Line. Here's our fourth is Withrow High School. You need to know that, that we feel like God has given us a passion for this school. And we love this school and we love the leadership. We love the principal, the teachers, the students. We believe in this school so much. And uh, from the time that we moved to this city, we started praying for our venue. And what we started praying for is, you need to hear this, is it wasn't just some relationship where we could rent. It wasn't just a transactional relationship. What we've been praying for is a partnership. And what we are so thankful for is that from day one, we've been able to have this, that with this amazing school. And so we just made a decision, hey, we want to be generous, that we want to make sure that as long as we are here in this school, that everything is better and brighter because we're here. Everything. That Monday through Friday is better because we're in here on Sunday. And so we just made a decision that we wanna be generous to the school. So we do all types of stuff. Like there's been multiple times already this year where we've gone and just blessed the teachers and been able to go and come in early and bring like special breakfast and different things that we can do just to be able to come and say, hey, we love you, we care about you. There's projects that we do around here to help the school and maybe ways that, that, that maybe the city isn't able to do, but hey, how can we accelerate your vision for this school and help as much as we can? And part of this year's legacy offer will go towards a Christmas outreach to students. And we did this last year. We did this last year, and it was, it was such an amazing thing that we wanted to do it again, where we're going to be providing brand new shoes for a whole bunch of students that are here at, at Withrow uh, High School. And so those are four out of our five legacy lanes. And I, it's re, what's really important for you to understand about today is that the legacy offering today will go towards these first four lanes, Everything today will go in those first four legacy lanes, but we have one more legacy lane. And that's why, by the way, if you've ever looked on our, 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 our envelope and it says legacy, but that's because all year long we have vision in these areas. And so there's a way that you can accelerate that, that vision. And so, so the, the last legacy lane, which, which today's offering will not go to that, it'll actually go to, go to the first four, is here, Queen City Church. It's our church. And it's very important that you understand that we have vision as a church. And this lane, this legacy lane, 
is all about accelerating the vision of our church. And make no mistake about it. God has given us a lot of vision for the church. And I just want to make sure you understand that that vision is not for sale. However, that at God's blessing and your generosity, the pace and the acceleration of that vision is. And so that's something that is so important that we understand that that is a big part of what we want to do moving forward, that God's given us vision and we want to continue to take steps towards that. And so what's really important is for you to understand that that's where things like today is going towards because we have a vision for that. And I want to make sure that, that you don't miss this. Church, get this. This is like the burden for me today is that you are not just giving to a church. You are giving through a church. So you're not just giving to Queen City Church today. That because of the relationships, because of the partners, because of the churches being planted, because of the, 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 the relationships that you're giving through the church. So you're not just giving to a church, you're giving through a church. So how do you leave a legacy? Number one, you give in a way that, that, that outlives me. And then number two, you live in a way that outlives me. So you can live in a certain way. Go back to that original passage in Psalm 112. It says, those that conduct their affairs with justice, that those that live a certain way, they will be remembered forever. That how you live your life, it can leave a legacy. And I, and I love this, this story in Acts chapter 3. It says, Peter and John, he, they went to the temple one afternoon and, to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. And as they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. And each day, every single day, he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so that he could beg from the people going into the temple where he saw Peter and John about to enter. He asked them for some money. Now, most scholars believe that thousands of people would have gone by this gate every single day. So thousands of people, and he's just asking, panhandling for money. And listen to what verse four says. It says, Peter and John, so a couple people that are disciples, they looked at him intently. And Peter said, look at us. And then verse five, it says, the lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. Because that's what I do. If I stand here and somebody actually gives me attention, they're probably going to give me some money. But then it says in verse six, but Peter said, I don't have any money. I don't. I'm a pastor. I don't got any money. I don't have any silver or gold for you, but... I will give you what I have in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the men's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened that he jumped up, stood on his feet and began to walk. And I love the fact that God is still in the miracle working business. Isn't that awesome? So like his life, you sit there. And what I love most is that when I see this, and when I read this story, what I love most is that these, these men, they see this guy that thousands of people walk by each and every day, that it was so easy to miss them. And I love that Peter and, and John weren't so caught up in the crowds around them that they couldn't see the individual, that they not only love crowds, they love people. And I, I, just being transparent, Sometimes I struggle with this. I don't know if you do, but sometimes I struggle to see the needs that are right in front of me. 
that it's so easy to be busy and to be going so fast and to be in such a hurry that we miss the opportunities right in front of us to make a difference. And what I found is just that hurry, that it is the enemy of love. That a lot of times we get in such this hurry that we often miss the things that are going on around us and the things. And I just encourage you to slow down enough to see people, to see needs, to see opportunities, to serve and to encourage and to make a difference. That God's going to open up these doors all around you to be able to make a difference and to live your life in a way that's going to matter to live your life in a way that will leave a legacy. I love what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 10, verse eight, where it says, you have been treated generously, so live it. So live generously. So what I'm saying is that you can live your life in such a way and you can give in such a way that yes, It's 28,385 days, but it can affect so much more than that. I'm saying that your life, how you live your life can outlive you. If you want to know what legacy is all about, legacy is about this, that the goal isn't to live on earth forever, but to leave something that does. That's what this day is all about. It's not about living on earth forever, but to leave something that does. See, I I told you earlier that in this illustration, this represents time and this represents your time and life is short. But the more I thought about this illustration, not only does this represent time, but this represents your life. This represents my life. This represents our time on this earth. And the fact that there's two parts of our life. There's this part, this 28,835 days, that time that we're on this earth. But then there's this other time that is for eternity. And I'm just telling you right now, you're gonna spend way more time on this side than this side. And I understand that 28,835 days seems like a lot, but you're gonna spend way more time on this side. And the Bible says that you'll spend either eternity in heaven or in hell. And here's what I need you to get. That is not determined by how much you give or how much you live or like how you live your life that it's going to determine that. Like, listen to what Ephesians says. It breaks it down. You wanna know what this is about? It says this, this is the true testimony that God has given us eternal life and that this life has its source in his son, in Jesus. And whoever has the son has eternal life. But whoever does not have the son does not possess eternal life. Listen, you can't give enough to pay for grace and you can't do enough to earn grace. It is a free gift that you can only receive. And that's why I need you to understand that our belief, not our behavior, 
determines where we spend eternity. I understand this is a day where we get to put our faith into motion, where we get to tangibly do something, but make no mistake about it. You can't buy your way into this. And you can't do enough good things to earn this. There's one way. And that's something that we can never do ourselves, but it is a gift that we can receive. And that gift of grace in his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. So the question today, I understand we're, we're about to do this thing, but the question today isn't, hey, how, mu how much did God put on your heart to give? The, the real question is what we founded this church on, what we're passionate about, you have Jesus. Do you have Jesus? I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. And just before we receive this legacy offering, I do want you to ask, God, what right now are you saying to me? What are you saying to me? What does my response need to be to this message? And before we participate in this legacy offering, we wanted to give you the opportunity to make the most important decision of your life, that decision that will determine your eternity. And we wanna give you the opportunity to receive that gift of grace, to receive Jesus, to give him your entire life, to follow him. And we're not gonna point you out, make you come forward or embarrass you in any way that today, if you wanna make that decision, that you know that is your step today, that if that's you, and that's the step that you need to take. I'm just gonna lead you in a prayer. And I'm gonna ask you on the count of three, just to raise your hand and say, yes, count me in that prayer. So today, if that's the decision that you need to make, that you need to come back to God, or maybe you need to give God your life for the first time, you need a fresh start. I need to make that decision to give God my entire life. If that's you on the count of three, I want you to boldly raise your hand in the air. Nobody's looking around as just a step of faith to say, include me in that prayer. One, two, three. If that's you, just raise your hand. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anybody else, include me in that prayer. That's awesome. That's awesome. I got you. I got you. That's great. You can put your hand down. You just pray something like this. Just pray this in your heart and really just, just mean this. Just say, Jesus, I need you. I need you. And I'm sorry, I repent. I've, I'm sorry that I've lived my life without you. Would you come live inside me? And will you change me? Will you do what I can't do myself? I've tried, but will you change me? And today I'm asking that you do not just change me, but will you make me brand new? God, I surrender my whole life to you. I give you my life, everything. And today I choose to follow you. And I thank you so much for the gift of Jesus, for the gift of grace, for the gift of forgiveness. The fact that you provided something that I could never provide for myself. And so God, we thank you. And now we live our entire lives as a response to that love and to that grace. We thank you for Jesus. And it's through Jesus that we pray. And every single person in Queen City Church said, amen. Come on, can we clap our hands and celebrate with all them that just made that decision? We're so proud of you.
thank you so much for joining us today. If this message has changed your perspective on God or life, feel free to email your story to info at queencitypeople.com. We'd love to celebrate the change happening in your life. We'd also love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests, big or small, head over to queencitypeople.com slash prayer and fill out the form with as much detail as you'd like. For more information about Queen City Church's service times, location, or events, visit queencitypeople.com or follow us on social media platforms at Queen City People.